0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pujitsky Podcast. Today I sit down with Mike Emblem, my longtime friend and music producer. Him and I met actually back in 2017 while doing a chemistry research project for the same professor early in our undergraduate studies at the University of Toronto. Since then we have both, for various reasons, found our way out of the lab and onto the stage to become entertainers. Uh, yeah, funny how the world works. Mike is uh, extremely talented, and above all, he's a nice guy who I find extremely interesting to talk to. Uh, actually, I'm a. In a few seconds, I'll be premiering for the first time ever the intro theme of the Puzdurski podcast, put together by Mike himself. So uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast, and if you do, don't be shy. Let me know. Rate it five stars. It helps a lot. So give us a little bit of background about yourself, as mm-hmm. usual, for the people. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What are you up to these days?
1: Yeah, so um, so I'm a music producer. I uh, originally, I guess, I used to do chemistry. That's how me and Matt met. Oh, yeah. And uh, after chemistry, I uh, realized I wanted to do something that I didn't hate. So I moved <laughs> more into music. And over the pandemic, I participated in a lot of online competitions in music. And that's sort of how my career started. And these days, I'm working for a music tech company in Montreal, and also making music for ads and then releasing music myself. Yeah.
0: Nice. That's cool. And yeah, we did meet. So we met. We were just trying to figure this out. What 2017, 18? Yeah. Yeah. After my in, first year, your second. Second
1: year. year yeah. We were like, 19, yeah, 18, yeah. 20, 20, 19 or something like. On, in the teens. In the yeah, teens. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: So we both did a, a research uh, research project at U of T in mm-hmm. chemistry, and yeah. uh, now we're both entertainers. So yeah, like, there thank go. God. <laughs>
1: yeah, we both decided uh, absolutely not for chemistry. Yeah, yeah. how did yeah.
0: Uh, so? How did what uh, kind of drew you to that decision?
1: Yeah, I kind of I was always producing since I was a kid, and I knew that I wanted to do something. Like I don't know the the reason I was drawn towards chemistry because it's like uh, problem solving and like it's short bursts of, like, fun little problems. Mm -hmm. But then as soon as you get to the practical aspect of it and you're sitting there with, like, test tubes and beakers and you're, like, your experiments fail every time, it just (laughs) sucked the soul out of me. And then that's when I started using music, got back into music production as a way of sort of having fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's when I realized, like, you can actually make you can actually make money out of music production. It's not like in the seventies where you had to be picked up from a band on a label in like a bar or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And then I also was just like, dude, I just cannot do chemistry anymore. If I think if I was in something that I sort of liked a bit more, I probably wouldn't have taken the risk. Yeah, but I was just in a position where I was like, I cannot do chemistry, so I have to do music. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I think we both share the sentiment where, like, the professor that we worked for that first year, mm-hmm. um, she was just so nice, yeah. amazing, and she kind of hyped hyped it, hyped it up for both of us, got yeah. us excited about chemistry, and then it was yeah, all downhill from there. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like it was fun being in university and like studying yeah. and like learn like being good at something. But after a while, it just stopped being that fun. <laughs> Whiskey's like, dude, a little, uh, this more, podcast is not allowed today. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: More technical difficulties, feline difficulties with my cat attacking all my wires. Yeah. No yeah. Classic. Just plug it back in, please.
1: Yeah. No, I, I uh, when I stream, because I stream for my job, mm-hmm. uh, my two cats, one of them is like completely calm. Yeah. The other one is the hairless one. He's a fucking menace. Yeah. So he'll constantly jump on the table yeah. in the middle of stream just jump on the table and he's naked right <laughs> so everyone's like what the hell is yeah, that yeah, yeah. and so i tried to put like sticky tape on my desk uh-huh. and he started eating it oh my god so yeah so this now one's to-
0: also a menace Anna, can you pass him over i want to show everyone he just got he's got his uh his manhood taken away his uh, testicles mm-hmm. stripped so he has this cute little cone the on little it whiskey look at it and he's still a menace. I thought I thought snipping him would uh, kind of calm him down a little yeah, bit, but no. he literally the moment I brought him back a few days ago from the vet. Yeah. Now he's just destroying the camera. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <sighs>
1: there we go.
0: The moment I brought him back from the vet, he was already like chasing wires and yeah. doing all the all the regular demon cat stuff. Of course, so. man.
1: Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it was it was interesting what you said about uh, about chemistry, how like. Yeah, like, it wasn't the, the whole... Nice, and <laughs> <laughs> now... No, this is perfect.
1: It. It's just chaos.
0: Chaos. Off, I'm off, I'm off.
1: Yeah, there we go. Uh,
0: what you said about, like, doing chemistry, just having an undergrad experience in general, like, it's not it's not a waste, right? Like, yeah, I, no. I was drawn to chemistry also because I love science. I, I like, I'm happy, if anything, that just going... Uh, You know, getting a degree in like a scientific field, Mm -hmm. we know how to. We're capable of like reading papers now and understanding that kind of stuff. That's huge. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just like I've I found that it helps me a lot in music production. Just being able to like analyze where I'm going wrong and what I can improve on, and you know, doing being a bit more methodical. Of course, it's like it's like a completely different side of thinking. Yes. But especially in like my job and the more business side of the music, it helps a lot. You know, uh, when I'm writing for ads, it's a lot more mechanical and less like passionate and yes. all that. But then you can just sit there and sort of be more methodical. And actually uh, quite a few people, like all my music friends. Uh, so Robotaki, he, yeah. he's of course like a touring musician and, you know, um, super famous and and always been doing music. But he actually also got his master's degree mm-hmm. in the life sciences at yeah. McGill. And then right after university, he did the same Ooh. path. So it's sort of like... I don't know. There's people think that musicians or entertainers are just like like born and raised creative, but like honestly, I think I was only really creative out of like right after I started uh graduating from university, like really getting yeah. into it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel you cuz like how do you feel uh we both have the same academic background. It's way more analytical. How do you feel transitioning into being a creative? How does mm. cuz it's a completely I completely understand what you mean, but like I want you to talk about a little bit how that side of your brain that you're using Mm -hmm. for chemistry, right? That problem Mm -hmm. solving, right? Mm -hmm. Because like you said, usually you plan an experiment, it fails. You learn how to kind of persevere, but also you have to think very analytically, Mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily the case for being creative, right? I notice it's, it's harder for me to... Uh, it's not hard for me. I love making that switch and thinking mm-hmm. creatively, but it's a completely different process. How do you, yeah. how do you feel about y- that?
1: Yeah, it's sort of like, at first I was, I thought I wasted like the six years doing my master's, like undergrad and master's. I, I really did think that it was a lost cause, but after a while when I got into music uh, and it really became more a mental game than anything... Like, being able to persevere through imposter syndrome and, you know, mm. getting through and realizing that sometimes uh, things just don't work out the way you expect them to. And that's that's pretty much what my chemistry life was like, right? Like, uh, imposter syndrome, things not working out how I expected it to, and getting through it no matter what. Yeah. Uh, and that's sort of the position I am, I'm in right now. Um, I feel yeah. that.
0: Yeah, i felt that much more in chemistry especially towards the end just like and still like i'm defending next week i have oh major imposter syndrome i'm like okay get out of here i'm sure it'll be fine i know it'll no be you'll fine, be fine but like yeah it's yeah I it's feel like that. your
1: driver's license exam yeah. like for some reason you're super nervous but it's like not that difficult like you'll yeah. be fine
0: yeah and then i'm just excited and then same thing like i'm 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 the new kid on the block in comedy too right like i just came on and yeah. i have major imposter syndrome especially because i've been doing it for like you know like i said i've been doing comedy for five years i've mm-hmm. been at it like posting videos and stuff like that and uh, mm-hmm. and stand up too like you know you don't uh i know everybody's really nice to me yeah but i know i know some people are kind of giving me the side eye because like who's this guy with already has a following just yeah. kind of came on the scene
1: have they have they been like because it's weird because i bet there's a bunch of old comics that never use social media and yeah and then now you're like the social media guy. Like, well, have you found anything sort of when you were digging into stand-up post-COVID?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of purists, call them, right? Like, mm. I've, I've had <laughs> I've had a dude outside of a comedy club. I was shooting a promo for one of my shows. Yeah. And he's literally just like, what are you doing? Like, well, do you like uh, do you do social media? I'm like, yeah, I do social media. He's like, how much do you make doing social media? I'm like, I don't know. Here, use my HelloFresh promo code. I'll make 60 bucks Yeah, more, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And he was like, have you ever thought about being original? I'm like, bro, this guy's like probably, first of all, like take one look at him. He's not, he's not doing great. But like the point oh, is, man. uh, it was, it was interesting to see that hate directly. Cause usually mm-hmm. people like talk behind your back or like it's online. Mm-hmm. I'm good at, I'm good at filtering that out. I get a lot of comments, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And like I just don't look at them yeah. but when somebody says it to your it was refreshing because I was like finally okay somebody said it to my face honestly right. say it to I'm, I respect the guy for doing it right, i literally. much rather he say it to my face than behind my back Yeah. I but remember it was that, interesting yeah.
1: yeah no I remember when I, my first like YouTube video started going popular and then I was getting a lot of comments of support and I remember that first hate comment and mm-hmm. I was like oh my god I'm gonna fucking kill myself <laughs> I was literally, literally. <laughs> I was like, good, like oh god I can't sleep Oh my God, over one comment. yeah, no, and it was like after that, it's just like chipping away each comment like will get me through it and then, after a while, I just stopped I stopped caring like I stopped caring about not not caring about the positive comments, but I didn't hold so much weight to positive comments to keep me going and also the negative comments to yeah. to getting me down. but yeah, it's definitely true if you're not getting any negative comments, that means you're just not doing something right, so
0: no, exactly yeah, like the if if you're getting hate, you know, you're relevant. So that's like, it's not a bad thing at all. And in fact, like, um, you have to be careful both sides. How do you notice that? Like, it's it's weird having uh, a online, everybody's exposed to so many opinions that mm-hmm. you have to be careful in both directions. Like, yes, you can't let the hate get you down, but you can't let the positive comments let you kind of, you know... Yeah, Like uh, blow up your ego too much because both both sides of that equation are equally dangerous.
1: Yeah, I I stopped using social media about two years ago, like completely. Like I still post on there and all, but yeah, I was definitely in a phase where if I didn't have like positive comments to feed me, yeah, I wouldn't be making music. You know what I mean? Like I'd yeah. make music and every single thing I made, I would have to show someone yeah. in order to get some yeah. affirmation. But now it's sort of, it's, it's different. Like I feel like I've been more introspective and in trying to do it for myself. It's a pain in the ass, man. It's just so non-formulaic. Like there's no correct pathway. Like sometimes I wish it was more like chemistry where you just yeah. study and uh, and uh, and get good grades or whatever, so...
0: Yeah, no, I, I feel that for sure. And like, it's interesting because we're technically both doing like a, a performative, like mm-hmm. we're, we're making something that we want an audience to see, right? Like right. music is meant for people to be heard. Comedy is meant for people. It, yeah. Comedy is actually interesting because it's the only art form that you, I can't just write my, I can write but I can't just do my jokes in front of a mirror. It's the only thing I have to practice in front of a live crowd.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, I found, because my my style of music production is like more electronic DJ sort of stuff. So my performances are more like being able to play my stuff back. It is a hundred times easier than having to perform it, you know, because... Because I've tried to set up more live sort of sets, but it yeah. never, it's not the same. It just doesn't sound as good. Eventually, I'll be able to have this, the technical skills and the dexterity to be able to perform it live. But being able to DJ, it, it's more of a showcase than it yeah. is a practice, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's funny. There's a, actually, there's a really popular TikTok going around. I'm sure you've heard it. It's this girl saying like, oh yeah, what, what do what, DJs yeah, actually what the, do? What the fuck do DJs even yeah. do? And she's like crying. Yeah. So let's solve this mystery once and for all we yeah. have a we have a dj and a producer in front of us yeah. what do djs actually do do they like just turn knobs and press buttons because in my head like again mm-hmm. i don't know nothing about i don't know yeah, anything yeah. about the production side of it yeah but in my head i'm like you can just set up a playlist press play and then just fucking like pretend to turn knobs and be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah like this with your headphone like, yeah so, so what's, pretty much what goes into it
1: so so djing is easy if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. it is not that difficult mm-hmm. like if you're well versed in knowledge in music it's it's not that hard the hard part is knowing what to do uh so you're in front of a crowd you play a song that you like the crowd's not dancing to it what do mm-hmm. you do do you play the same sort of song or do you switch it up right right okay and a lot of it is that it's really that it's not that complicated djing the you just don't need to fuck up the transitions yeah, and yeah you'll yeah, be yeah. okay yeah. but at the same time A DJ isn't popular because of how good he is on stage. He's popular because of how much time he spent in music and knowledge and crowd reading to be able to go up there and make it look easy, right? That's
0: true. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, It's much like, um, like, yeah, when I go up and I I do some jokes that the crowd aren't, aren't feeling, I have to switch it up. Right. Cause at the end of the day, you're performing to a group of people Yeah. and that's the, that's the performance versus production side of it. I actually, um, What's this guy's name? I listened to a podcast with a guy recently. He's a producer. Rick Rubin? Oh, yeah. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin, yeah. He's the guru. beard guy, yeah. Yeah. So he said he... uh, Essentially, the question was, um, do you... Because he started putting out hip-hop before it was popular, when it was like a really kind of, you know... Uh, low-key kind of mm-hmm. like not a lot of people were into hip-hop mm-hmm. and it was just him and his friends if he said that if he went off of the kind of if he did it for the reaction of other people for mm-hmm. it to go viral so to speak yeah right it wouldn't work out because yeah. especially in those days you worked on something for months and then you put it out right right, you right. can't just put it on instagram and, and just get that do, instant do that. reaction yeah, yeah. right yeah so the way that he uh developed his kind of like work reward uh, flow is he doesn't care what people think he's doing if if you're enjoying it mm-hmm. and you're putting something out that is of value to yourself mm-hmm. you just do it yeah. and then like just, regardless of the reaction yeah. kind of like you have to have less of the okay maybe it's it's bad I should change something versus he said he's much more of like you know, they don't like it, but eventually they'll get it. And they yeah. did. Like, the whole thing of, like, the hip-hop, the way it came to be is everybody was hating on it, and then it, it became, eventually, like, yeah. undeniably popular. Like, kids right. were listening to it, adults were listening to it. It just kind of grew out of this kind of, like... It used to be very, um, what's the word? Like, uh, taboo. Adverse, yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's like... I find the same in sort of music production, is a lot of people don't realize... Like, with music, is. Like, suddenly you have your favorite artist, right? And you love all their previous music. Then they start changing their genre. And you're like, yo, fuck this guy. He doesn't know uh, what made him popular and he's drifting away from what's making. But the thing is, is that he's not looking to now. He's looking to the future. He's looking to what's going to be popular in the future and trying to predict that or not even trying to predict it, just trying to make something that they like because they're sick of performing the same thing over and over again, right? Like with my music, and this sort of brings me back to the DJing thing, is that there's a DJ that just goes and plays other people's music and that's hard to do. It's hard to be someone that can keep a crowd entertained for multiple hours in a row. And then there's the producer that makes that music that they're showcasing, right? So they are not only Mm -hmm. trying to balance the crowd work, but they're trying to put themselves out there while balancing the crowd work. And that's the issue is that, you know, I'll spend months making music and I'll be like, yeah, this is my next big project. And I'll go and DJ and play it at a club. And of course a club is a very like small subset of what the music is going to be played at. And then I'll be like, Oh fuck, this is completely wrong. Like this just doesn't work the way that I thought it was. And then you need to go back to the drawing board. So a lot of DJs, they're not just going out there and like, like, yes, they are pressing play and mixing it, right? But they're also using this as a testing ground for their new music and mm-hmm. seeing people's reaction. Yeah, And, yeah, DJing is pretty easy. But, honestly, man, nothing feels better than when you're at, like, a festival and the music is fucking loud and you hear yeah. a really good track. You know? Like, yes, if someone played it live, it's, it's good. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah? No?
0: No, I feel – and that's very similar to what, like – uh comics do to develop their act they they write something down just a stupid idea on a note mm-hmm. and you have to try it at a small show or an open mic in front of a small crowd mm-hmm. and like you kind of test the bits that work that don't based on the audience reaction right and then you you slowly you do it at another open mic if it has legs if it's not you, if you like if you do it three times and it's no reaction okay maybe yeah. i'm not as funny as yeah, i thought I was it was here yeah, but if yeah. it kind of has legs you're like okay there's something there let's try it this way let's try it that way and you yeah. do it 10 times and then 20 times and then 30 times and then you have a bit right know? right right so yeah. like a bulletproof one and that sometimes though it depends on some jokes they're like right away instant mm-hmm. hits mm-hmm. very rarely usually it takes a long time to, right, like, work right something and just out.
1: Keep... and the crazy thing is is that people think that you just know if it's funny or not or yeah. if it's good or not yeah like, a lot of my music I'll make, and I'll be like, this is fucking amazing.
0: Well, yeah, music and comedy are very similar in the fact that everybody has their own taste. It's yeah. completely subjective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is, like, a fucking masterpiece to you, whether it's comedy or music, mm-hmm. to the next guy is trash.
1: Right, 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 right. And
0: nobody's wrong, right? Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. your taste. That's why, like, it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's almost the same thing, what we're doing, just a mm-hmm. different... Product. Yeah, no, no. The process is basically the same.
1: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I think there was a quote by someone. I forgot what who it was. I'll say it's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, I think it was Dave. I don't fucking know if it's Dave Chappelle or not. But let's just pretend Dave Chappelle. He said all comedians think that they could be musicians and all musicians think that they could be comedians yeah well, i don't
0: think i can be a musician but <laughs> yeah yeah no
1: no but like i feel like out of all the arts those are very intertwined yeah they're very actually i lied
0: i do think i can be a mu- musician when i sing to like country in my in my car i yeah. blast some country and i start like rocking out to it i'm like maybe yeah. i'm a good singer no yeah
1: that's what I, that's what i thought i started taking singing lessons and i was like yeah i'm gonna develop my sound or whatever the fuck yeah, and yeah, i started yeah. actually going and i was like dude i am dog shit at this but yeah. it was fun to be bad that's why you like fun post and
0: malone and those country songs they're so easy to like sing along to you know like, yeah, lock yeah, yeah. them doors and turn the lights yeah, yeah, down yeah, yeah. low you're like oh shit Fuck, i would man. totally rock a fucking bar Dude, i right miss now.
1: american idol man <laughs> i miss american idol so much
0: is that not a thing anymore i thought they still they're still doing no that. but
1: it's not good anymore back in like yeah. 2008 because i lived in like asia and yeah, we got yeah. american idol episodes like 12 hours later Uh. so the results would already be out but the Mm. screening was at night and we'd like go to school and some shithead kid would be like i know who fucking got eliminated today and Uh. i'll be like shut the fuck up Casper or whatever
0: i remember how big that was actually i remember like yeah watching it with my family every like 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 when it would air yeah i don't think i don't think we have that anymore with like all the streaming services and everything i haven't
1: watched something live in a while honestly
0: the closest thing that I can remember recently watching is uh, House of the Dragon, how HBO, you know, how they have like their, the way they release their series mm-hmm. is weekly. Oh, yeah. The and not, episode. Yeah, but then not still, once. it's like you can stream it anytime after the release. Right. However, when it back then, you couldn't like, rec- you could record, I guess, but to a certain yeah. extent, like, you just had to watch you it. You just had to watch yeah, it at yeah. the time. Yeah. So, like, if you missed the first five minutes, you missed the first five minutes. You can't just be like, I'll yeah. watch that later. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. No, I remember starting glee mm, like yeah. halfway through season one yeah and i was just like well i guess this is where i'm watching yeah, it now yeah.
0: yeah you don't have a choice you're like in the last five, Oh man yeah but i think there's something to that hbo is doing a good thing with they're releasing they have like a release schedule because they kind of they create that um that buzz, right? Like before every yeah. episode, people would be on on Twitter. Sorry, X. They'd oh be like, my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd be Xing about like, oh, what's gonna happen? Who's gonna like, you know, which cousin is he gonna fuck today? Right, right, you
1: know? Right. Wait, is it called Xing now?
0: It's called Xing, yeah. Dude. Yeah.
1: Fucking hell, man. Yeah. I
0: talked. A- I talked. I, talk, I talked about this on my last podcast with with my guest, and we had a quite a quite a rant about it. I feel like. Yeah,
1: I, I feel like I can't say anything that hasn't been said, but. Yeah. It's X-ing, just funny. it
0: sounds it sounds like something else basically, yeah. yeah.
1: No, I like when when I was on when I completely left social media, I was at a point where I was just like I can't look at social media without feeling bad about myself. Yeah. And uh, when I'm doing well, I look at social media and I'm like, ah, look how much better I am than Yeah, these yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's toxic because then for a while I couldn't even listen to music without comparing myself to the person. Like, I'd really like a song and then I find out that they're a year younger than me and suddenly yeah, I did, don't fuck. like the song anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh my God. But now I'm at a point where it's sort of like every, every producer I've met has been going through the same thing pretty much. Yeah. And so it's a lot more relatable to approach it with like a mindset of like, oh yeah, they're They're actually nice. You know, they're not sitting there like, ah, I'm younger than this fucking Memlum guy. Yeah. You know, so.
0: Do you feel like it's harder for you being a producer to listen to music and just enjoy it without being analytical?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go back to high school when all I did was listen to music and pretend I made it. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, imagine I made this song yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, imagine I'm performing this in front of the car. It's not my song. It's like, fuck. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, nowadays I, I listen to music, and it's hard for me to find one track that i really like i my my bar for music used to be much lower but surprisingly i still get the feeling of like really addicted to one or two songs Mm -hmm. it's just way harder yeah and and usually they're outside of the genre that i make so yeah yeah
0: yeah no i feel that because same thing with me right like i was before i started comedy i was a huge fan of comedy and now i find it hard to watch a special Oh, or a yeah. skit oh, really? without thinking like shit that's so good why didn't i think of that yeah. or like how am i gonna or like sometimes sometimes you'll have bits that you're so happy with and then you're like you're just you know you have social media you see yeah. all these other comedians and their acts and their skits yeah. and somebody says something that's kind of like a, are hovering around the same premise and you're like well fuck i can't do that nah, idea anymore because yeah, yeah, yeah. like he yeah. already did it yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean that's rough or, or you release something and then you see someone else do it. Uh, yeah. Even in like, cause it's like a, you see all the same guys. Like if you see a, another guy doing a joke that's similar to yours or yeah. a skit come out that's similar to yeah, yours, you you're like, copy. did they, uh, like, where'd yeah, you get yeah, that yeah. from?
1: That's interesting too. Cause I feel like in music, music is constantly, I'm, I'm sure it's the same in comedy where it's constantly inspired by someone else. Like, yeah, yeah. Pretty much all of my ideas. Are like a direct rip of another idea, Do you just think, like in my own style.
0: Do you think that we can come up with original ideas? Or to a certain extent, is everything new at this point that comes out kind of a amalgamation of things we've seen before? Maybe put together in mm. a new way?
1: Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like if you're coming up with an original idea, it's usually accidental. I mean, okay, well, what's the definition? I feel like the definition of an original idea is something that's unique. Yeah. Right, and hasn't been heard before. But at the same time in music everyone's using Western music standards in music. They're Mm -hmm. using a kick drum, a hi-hat, a snare, and they're all usually on the same sort of beats, but they're on a different, right? So just purely based on that, you're completely unoriginal when you make music. If you use a guitar, you're fucking unoriginal, right? Because guitar has been used before. So in music, I feel like maybe you can come up with something original, but it is fucking hard and it is fucking boring to sit there and only make original music. Like if I sit there and go, I have to make something original right now, I'm no longer having fun making music. I have to be inspired by something and sort of be like, "Hey, I really like how he affected his drums. Yeah. Let me try that out." And then that turns into a new idea, you know, so.
0: And do you think that social media is is good in a sense because think about think about somebody coming up an artist like a producer or a musician in the 1980s with no social media, right? Yeah. Everything he saw was so limited. Like he might have some favorite artists to to draw on, right? Somebody gets inspired mm, by like mm-hmm you know some guitarist or a singer, hey this guy really likes Elvis or whatever yeah, and he's yeah, inspired yeah. by that sound but nowadays that same person has access to all the all the music that has ever right. been made and that is currently being made right away. Right. So do you think it's better because somebody talented has so much more to draw on and ways to right. learn new skills or do you think it's just too much?
1: Yeah, no, I I think it's too much. I mean, I went through the th- the phase where I would make music. And then the, the thing that like started my career was quote unquote original. Like people told me yeah, that first yeah, Kennedy's Bell, and yeah. they are like, oh, it's so original. In my mind, I was trying to copy like three different guys at once. Yeah. I was trying to copy Katrinata, Majid Jordan, and mm. Robotaki, pretty much. Nice. Right? And um, since I had access to them, it was great. But yeah. at the same time, I feel like it would have come around to me in my circles anyways, the same way back in the day people would recommend music to other people just based on who they hang out with. Right now I spend every week streaming and I listen to hundreds of beats from people that are young and making really original stuff. And you would think that I'm constantly popping up with new ideas. I just end up making my own thing. Maybe I'm inspired by them. Maybe I'm inspired by them. But in my mind, I just try and listen to as much music as possible. And then... Allow it to just simmer in my head, and then when I'm making music, it'll just it'll just come out without me controlling it. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, kind of is my answer. It's a shit answer, but yeah, kind of.
0: That's fair. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it's like I think yeah, I think it's both. You know, there are advantages and disadvantages to everything we do. Like with the with the social media, like things just change. People adapt. So yeah, yeah. It's it's a different it's a different world. Like that's why you're never gonna see like styles too right like today people appreciate so much like the i i'm a big fan of house music i like the kind of yeah, the yeah. music you make right mm-hmm. the like kind of the chill um like it's not it's not even chill it's like a mix between like chill and then also like not quite edm but i don't, I yeah, don't it's know like I, I don't have the housey vocabulary. electronic hip-hop yeah sort of exactly stuff, yeah. i love that because it's so original but also i'll like go my my music is so my music taste is so messed up. It's, like, literally, like, I'll have, like, I'll go from Pop Smoke to Taylor Swift to Kate Renata right. to, like, yeah, yeah, everyone. Eminem. Yeah, to no. like I'm the
1: complete same. Right <laughs> yeah. now, I'm really obsessed with this artist called McGee, M-K-dot-G-E-E. Okay. And he's, like, indie... Indie music, just, indie. like, straight indie. Like, the latest song is just pretty much guitar and singing. and oh, nice. And, like, it's, like, uh, he also produces for someone else called Dijon. I'm really liking. But if you listen to the music that I make and the music that I listen to, they are complete polar opposite. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to make this music today. And I start learning guitar and doing the chord structure and then, like, the cool effects and the singing. And then I listened to fucking tech house music by Mochak yesterday. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to make tech house music today. And then it's just bouncing around constantly until somehow one of those 100 ideas, I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty good to release, you know? So I would say 99% of the music I make, no one listens to. And my favorite music of mine is not out. It's it's my own music. It's just for me. It's like a 30 second idea that I listen to a lot that I just won't finish. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's great. I wish, um, see that that's the one difference between comedy and music is that you have the luxury to do that, to keep that in yeah. and it's your favorite song, but I can't write a joke and not do it because like, I mean, I can, I probably yeah. do have some like dark jokes that I've never said yeah, before, fair enough. but if, if, if it's something that I write down that I think might be good for stage or for yeah. a skit, I have to, yeah, I have to test in front of an audience. Yeah, fair that's, enough. that's what makes it funny.
1: Right. right? Yeah, and I, I do test these ideas out in front of people, yeah. but I just don't end up like, it's like your joke that you find really funny. yeah, Like you find really yes. funny, but then yeah, you yeah. test it. It doesn't work. It doesn't make it yeah. to the next set, but you constantly have in your head, you really like it. That's sort of like with me. I have that idea that I sent to people and they're sort of mixed reviews, but I think I'm like, yeah, this shit is so good. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. This is a funny story. So you know how Spotify has Spotify wrapped? Yes. If you ask any music producer to show their Spotify wrapped, they themselves are on their own Spotify rap yeah. top five. One hundred percent. I was number one on mine. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people I know were number one on theirs. People are like, yo, that's so weird. Are you listen yeah. to yourself all day. And it's like, dude, the music I make, I make it because it is exactly what I want to hear. Yeah, it's
0: what you want to hear. Yeah. yeah.
1: So exact of course, I think I'm the best fucking musician on the planet. It doesn't mean that I think I'm better than anyone else. Yeah. It's a weird way of thinking it. I personally like my music best. Yeah. But I don't think I'm better than anyone else.
0: Yeah. And because the whole, the whole, the reason people that enjoy music is they have some kind of connection to it. That's why it's so subjective, I think, right? Because like if you make a song and like the people that enjoy it the most, whether it's, you know, because of a memory or because of a feeling, like the sound, whatever Mm -hmm. it does to them, but it it makes them feel something that for some reason they find enjoyable. Yeah. Same thing with a joke, right? The funniest things are performed to an audience that can relate. Like if I yeah. if I say a joke and most of the audience, somehow it hits them in a the way that it relates, yeah, they, yeah. they can find it hilarious. I've had it so many times mm-hmm. where I do the same exact set, mm-hmm. right, in a room and I just bomb. And yeah. then I had it specifically like a few months ago, I, I was doing a room back to back nights. Mm-hmm. I did a set, ate shit. Yeah. Next night I do the same set same yeah. exact jokes and it just murders because mm. the room is, is just different, right? right. People yeah. related on that night for whatever reason, related to my yeah, jokes more and point. they found it hilarious. Right. That's a good right? point. Yeah. So that's the, that's the, that's the give and take yeah. here.
1: Do you find yourself, like, do you do jokes in front of other comedians as well? Or do you just like have I mean, the comedians in that's the that's basically
0: what a open mic is. So oh, right, like, fair. that's our gym, right? We like yeah. come up with an idea. We write it down on paper. The first place you're probably gonna test it is an open mic or like a really small show. If it's just like a shitty show, Um, or uh, which that's what an open mic is. It's just a bunch of comedians that sign up Mm. to try their jokes out. So usually. People say that if you can get like a chuckle at an open mic of comics yeah. that are just there to do their own thing, because it's yeah. not a good audience. They're not yeah, listening yeah, to yeah. you, they're thinking about what they're going to say on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you can get a chuckle at an open mic, that's like a huge laugh at a uh, show kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because producers nowadays. Imagine on the, doing
0: that. Imagine you, like, every time you make a new song, you have to gather all your colleagues, all the other producers in Toronto, yeah. and try to, like, do Dude, guys, this is this literally good. what
1: happens every day on Twitch. <laughs> like, all the music. True. Yeah, I, guess. Yeah, I didn't like, think about that. Like, on Twitch, you make a song for a beat ball, you release it, it's a producer judging it, all the producers that made the song for that. When you release music on SoundCloud, the only people that are listening to it are other people posting it on SoundCloud. Really? True. And so it's just this whole like circle of people producing for other producers. And there's a there's music that I really like that these like younger kids are making and I really like it. But then when I show it to anyone else, they're like, I just don't get it. And it's an issue because people are like building their sound based on well, okay, it's not an issue. It's an it's a thing where people are building their sound based on other producers, yeah. and they are making music for to impress their friends, yeah. their producer friends. And then they release it on Spotify yeah. and it doesn't do well, then they get super discouraged and then they never give themselves a chance to be commercially successful. Now, yeah. that's assuming if you want to be commercially successful, if you want to conform or whatever the fuck, but I found that it's not even that you need to make music for non-producers but you just need to make music for yourself and not for anyone else you know uh and that's that's generally my biggest issue when i first started i made music for myself then i made music for producers and then i made music for the audience Mm -hmm. and then i hated all that music and now i'm trying to make music for myself again
0: i agree and the number one thing i've I've said this a million times and i'll keep saying it the number one thing i've learned during this whole like process of being creative doing comedy Mm -hmm. is you have to find a way to be yourself. When I started, Mm -hmm. like I noticed that like my favorite comedians and as they should, they influence you. But I I always find like, if I'm in like a phase, like I really like this comedian, Mm -hmm. I always find myself kind of like glimpses of like mirroring him or her. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and you don't want to do that. Like, like I got this piece of advice in my first few weeks of doing it and Mm -hmm. it's still the best one I've ever gotten is you just have to find a way no matter what to be yourself out there Mm -hmm. because nobody can be, if you're, Doing jokes like Dave Chappelle. Right. right. If you're the best Dave Chappelle impersonator in the world, you're still only gonna be number two after Dave right, Chappelle right, himself. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you have to that's find a way point. to be you. Like yeah. whether whether people like it or not. And I, I think at the end of the day, that's what people like. Like I have a really good bullshit sensor, mm-hmm. and I, I love it when people are out there, like comics are out there and you can tell and they're being themselves. Like and that's right. it's so like it's such an easy sentence. Be yourself, right? But it's so fucking hard to do yeah. whatever it is about it because people have all these like covers, all these like defenses. Like it's right. so hard to just go out there and be vulnerable because you're right. like, fuck. What is he gonna think? Like, what if this isn't funny? Right. What if this isn't good? What if my mom doesn't love me anymore? Yeah, what if like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so it's so hard to do. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's it's a process. But like I it's refreshing. They don't even have to be funny. If somebody goes out there and just ramble at a lot of right. the best comedians, they're like storytellers. Yeah. And they don't have a joke for fucking like 10 minutes and they right. keep the audience captivated. Cause it's just like a good story and the right. dude's being himself on stage. Right. People love to see that. Yeah. Cause people can tell when people are being genuine. Yeah. When you're yeah. not making something up and like a lot of comedy, like it's based on my real life, but I like yeah. accentuated like, like, you know, if I have a joke about something that might've kind of happened, but I change it up, mm-hmm. that's fine. But it's still, you can tell when it's true or not.
1: Right, right.
0: And I'm sure it's the same for music.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, the the thing with music that I've realized is that you can't you can't think about being your, Like, you can't think about, okay, what can I do this time to make it not like someone else? You just do it, and then if it happens, it happens. I've gotten a very pessimistic point of view on making music now. I'm just like, fuck it. I'll just make music, and if I enjoy it, and then I'll release it, and then people can fucking deal with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, cause it's t- it's just too exhausting. It's just I've I've literally spent like I didn't release a single song in 2021, and I just thought about I just thought about music all the time. I'm like, yeah. what am I gonna make? What am I gonna release? And it just like f- crippled me. And then yeah. yeah, now I'm just like whatever.
0: Yeah, it's you're like the grizzled veteran. You're just sitting there in the back, yeah. kind of like. And I'm
1: like I'm like 25. I'm like pretty yeah. young, but I feel like when I'm hanging out with the 18 year olds and I'm giving them the most like some of these producers are like 15. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. like making music and they're like in their description when they're making music they're like oh yeah this is a song i made i really like it but oh maybe not oh you know what it's not that good but you yeah. know this is shit yeah like dude who gives a fuck yeah. just be like yo i'm really fucking good at this and then if i don't agree then you'll be like yo fuck you i don't agree with you you know it's yeah. just like i don't know if you yourself are dep- self-deprecating like if you don't believe in yourself no one's gonna believe in you right so that's my whole thing
0: that's true that's true and that that that's probably the reason i am a fucking comedian because i didn't uh didn't get enough attention as a child apparently. or, or <laughs> yeah. approval mm. i should i got plenty of attention i'm an only mm. child are you an only child
1: no i'm the youngest of three right yeah, yeah. yeah. youngest i of got three. a lot of fucking bullying when i was a kid yeah that's, that's about hilarious it. you got yeah. a lot of pile
0: drivers you must you must hate pro wrestling
1: <laughs> <laughs> no you know what's funny is that being the youngest i'm like oh I got a lot of shit from my older siblings. And then people are like, oh, you know, obvi- your life wasn't that hard, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's not. But then when you look back on it, it's like so much worse than when you're f- like when your friend is rude to you. You can just drift away from that friend. Yeah. But when your sibling is rude to you, you're. it's like a fucking, it'll fuck you up. It'll really fuck you up.
0: That's true because you can't just like not talk to them
1: i mean you can i, I mean, mean yeah I'm, you can I'm, ghost yeah, them yeah, yeah. but I've, like there's gonna be a wedding or a I've funeral tried. where
0: you got to talk to your brother again and be like hey remember that time you broke my leg like fuck yeah, you No, literally
1: it's more it's like psychological warfare you yeah know? that's um, hilarious yeah. yeah
0: i don't know like i'm i'm an only child that that's like that's the way it was i got a lot of attention but i also had all the kind of uh like i'm their only hope if my parents want anything out of, right, the, out right. of this child thing like you know right I'm already a disappointment, so it's okay. Oh, that's, that's, I, I said this, uh, like the reason I talked to my dad about this. I'm like, the probably the reason I enjoy comedy so much is because I didn't get enough approval from you as a kid. So oh, yeah. now I so want to like, go on stage it. in front of strangers and tell, like, yeah, be yeah, funny yeah. and we'll have them like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. My parents
1: are like, where I, because I went into the sciences, and no one else in my family went into the sciences. I was like, I want to be a doctor on all this shit, C- yeah. thinking that I would get the approval from my family. Yeah. They don't really care. They didn't care. They were just like, yeah, whatever, do what you want. And then yeah. I realized, okay, I can do what I want. I started doing music, and my dad's like a lifetime musician, guitarist. That's cool. He's like, great. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you guys aren't stopping me? I'm yeah. like, no, just go. I'm like, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my my, I can't say the same. I, I went into... Nobody else in my family is in science, but I went into... Kind of uh, life sigh also with med school in the back of my mind. Right. Mostly because my dad doesn't care, but my mom's definitely like, okay, doctor, yes, doctor, <laughs> you be a doctor. Um, but then, yeah, you can you can only fake it for so long, you know right. what I mean? So yeah. you, you get into your own thing, and yeah. now they're surprisingly supportive. So yeah, you know, sick. In the, as in soon the as the you're mildly that, yeah.
1: successful, it's like, oh shit, okay, yeah,
0: yeah it's hilarious i was like uh and it's like at costco and then somebody's like oh you're like uh, aren't you the comedian guy like in front of my mom and she's yeah. like fuck she's still still like every time i like she's just like ah it's it's funny like their support is okay they came from the soviet union yeah. so it's like always uh you know they're rough right, right right tough love right so it's like you can always do better and i can't like uh i think it's a good thing you know um just in general like I, I don't mind i understand where they're coming from like yeah uh, like these days it's there's so much so many books you can read like i said like there's so much information available yeah to like how to raise a child but back then it's like fucking like here's just a human work. being like don't kill it you know yeah yeah, yeah. And they do their best so yeah. that's whatever but
1: yeah, yeah. no i'm very we're,
0: yeah we're, you, didn't, you weren't born here. Where'd you come from?
1: So I was born in Ottawa, but when I was 10 months old, I moved to Nepal. Right. Because my mom's yes. from Nepal. My dad's from Montreal. And uh, then I and I grew up in Nepal, and then I moved to Vietnam for 11 years, and nice. then I came here. But like every summer... I would sort of come from Nepal or Vietnam back to Canada and visit my family and stuff. But when I came here, people are like, oh, you're Vietnamese. I'm like, I am fucking 0% (laughs) Vietnamese. And they bring their parents. They're like, yo, this guy's Vietnamese. And then the dad's (laughs) like, oh, I went to Saigon when I was younger. And I'm like, okay, dude, I'm fucking 0% Vietnamese. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny too, because like, then I came to Canada and everyone's like, it's weird. In Asia, no one really cared about my race they were yeah. just like yeah he's a kid whatever yeah. you know he's there and i came here and the amount of people especially people that grew up here that are whatever race they mm-hmm. they make it a point to tell me that i'm white yeah yeah they're like you're white right <laughs> like you're white
0: do they say like that with the, with the white yeah no they're literally are you like, white
1: yeah especially like i found it and it was really weird because when i first came here there were a lot of like asian people that grew up here am i girlfriend's one of them as well and it was great just being able to hang out with people that have like this shared strange culture mash background yeah but some of them are weirdly like you're not allowed to be asian you know what i mean Mm -hmm. And i'm like yeah that's fine i'm white passing so i get it right (laughs) but it's like it's like hey you know that 18 years of your life you spent in asia they don't count you know what i mean so yeah, it was a, definitely a weird thing. But that's what I liked about music is that no one gives a shit.
0: It's such a, it must be such a different culture too. So you're used to like, it's just so like Western society versus like, you know, I don't know where you were like in, in living in Vietnam, but I know it's fucking different. Yeah, it's like very it's different.
1: A, and I, I lived basically like, of course, a very privileged perspective of living in Asia because, right. you know, my, I went to an international school and my right. dad worked for, a Canadian company in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I went to Vietnamese public school and spoke Vietnamese and stuff. Yeah. So it's this weird hybrid. Like I was able to learn a lot about culture. I was able to interact with local people and understand their culture a lot more over 11 years than say like a one month vacation or whatever. Yeah. 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 And after a while feeling like you're sort of in this hybrid hybrid situation where you feel Canadian, but you also feel like you're a part of this area and yeah. like you understand their, their sort of behavior a lot yeah. more and then moving here and the priorities are completely different. Yeah. Definitely. I think it helped me be a lot more sort of open-minded about this way of whatever's going on in canada or north america is not the only way of living
0: yeah it's crazy that's why i want to travel a lot because you go to other places and you see people existing in completely different states with like in states of being i mean right in terms of like a different culture prioritizes different things you're raised differently you go somewhere else where people are just you know like working to literally just like on a farm with their families to provide for themselves and they're the happiest people in the world they don't have money they don't have social media they don't care about any of these things right but they're as happy as anybody the friggin like a successful doctor lawyer producer whatever in western society in a different way yeah like there's there's more ways to do this
1: yeah what i always talk about is like uh going to thailand i reckon that men people go to thailand and like mm-hmm. just experience it because a lot of people are like oh i'm gonna go to thailand and i'm gonna go to the beach and party with all the other europeans yeah, yeah. i was or gonna like, say
0: before you say this don't like any like like becky yoga instructor white girl don't get any ideas go to thailand for like three days at a resort like sipping mojitos and yeah. go like i'm enlightened like, yeah
1: like <laughs> and it's so funny because like I've had that experience where you go and you stay in a nice hotel in Asia and you go and like, it's one thing and then you go out to Bangkok and it is honestly a more advanced, like technologically, it's more structured than fucking Toronto. Yeah. Right? Like sure there are it's unfortunate because there are a lot of people living in not so ideal conditions compared to Western society, but there's a shitload of money in there. There's like fucking skytrain malls bigger than you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And also the people there are so nice. Yeah. Like you walk into a seven eleven and they're like, Swatika. They're like, hi, yeah. right? And then you leave. I did Muay Thai, I know a sweaty conscience. Yeah, and then you <laughs> go, kapun ka, kapun yeah, krap, right? You're saying, thank you, bye. And yeah, everyone's yeah. just, you walk in with this assumption that you are going to be nice to each other, right? Yeah. I'm. Sh- there's some fucking people there that are also rude, of course, don't get me wrong. But then when you walk in Toronto, like I'm walking on the right side of the sidewalk and someone else is walking on their la- yeah, left, yeah, yeah. my right. And we're not moving. We're like, fucking you get out of the way, right? Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but then suddenly a-
0: people have this uh, assumption that Canadians are nice. It's a stereotype, like, yeah. hey, oh, I'm Canadian, hey, eh? like, come yeah. in, have a have some maple syrup with me, bud. it's all yeah. good. That is not Toronto, okay? Yeah. That is like, yes, most Canadians are nice, but that's like if you go north or any anywhere outside of a big town. Like, I'm sure if you go to any of the dense cities in Toronto, people are assholes. It's just like the States. It's like fucking you. Like, hey, I'm walking here. What the fuck? Only they do it with a fucking Toronto man's accent. They're like, hey, what you doing, fam? Why are you in my way, bro? Yeah, no. Waste you.
1: It's just like, it's like, uh, it's just another North American city. Dude.
0: And so what was the, what was like the, the, you said they have like a SkyTrain, right? Yeah. Like, how was their like infrastructure? Like, cause the TTC, like I'm so, like, I am one of those people like yeah. I'm, I'm no different i live in toronto i've become so f- I've, i'm a dick if i see somebody on the street talk yeah. to me i'm not talking back like right, i'm not right. saying hi but i'm fucking like get out of my way i'm you're probably a crackhead right, right.
1: yeah like the ttc in <laughs> toronto it's like this it's just it's fine it does the job it's right? fine it's exactly. fine yeah like compared to a place without public transport yeah. i fucking love the subway uh, in bangkok they have the bts and the MRT, which is a Skytrain. And it's actually made by the same company, Bombardier, from Montreal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's so fucking nice. It is on time. They have, like, gates at the the thing, so you don't fucking... Commit suicide or yeah. get pushed off, that's and cool. the train lines up perfectly. I mean, I feel
0: like in Toronto, that's it's it's good to have that option.
1: Yeah, because w- like people are getting fucking stabbed and pushed onto the train yeah. tracks all the time.
0: If you were to commit suicide, I feel like you know, screwing up everybody's morning commute yeah, would be I the know. way to do it. Oh Fuck it, my life sucks. Yours will yeah. too. <laughs> I
1: still remember the first time I or like I have some family in England and we went in London and I still remember the, tube, the fucking yeah, the the tube. underground yeah and they fucking bumped over something and the train stopped. And it was a body. like, oh, it was, And I was, like, Casual. 12 years old. And I was, like, holy shit. And the conductor... The You're, like, conductor, he's sleeping, right? <laughs> yeah, the conductor was literally, like, oh, unfortunately, we've had an accident or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I could see people being, like, oh, oh. And I could also see people be like, dude, I'm fucking late to yeah. work, honestly. Like, like, like what the fuck, It sucks that dude? this
0: guy died, but I got to get to my meeting, you know? Yeah.
1: But, yeah, growing up in Asia or even visiting Asia, it's just, like, a privilege that I won't ever let go of, like... Like, I understand that I'm very lucky to experience it. Yeah. And it, it has helped me so much in my life of just being, like, like, more open-minded. I've also met people from international schools that are fucking annoying, dude. They will not shut up about, mm. I, I, you know, they, on their Instagram, they have all the flags of the oh places they've been to. And it's like, oh, that shit. is a red
0: flag. We talked about that. Like, if if you're a guy or a girl with flags in your Instagram bio of not where you live, right? Like, I'm yeah. I'm a Toronto like comedian. You're a Toronto. Yeah. Artist. It's it's it helps to say like whatever Toronto, yeah, Toronto. the city you're yeah, in. Yeah. But like, if you have like flags like an italian flag and a french flag and a canadian flag like i spend my time between these three countries because i'm fucking affluent yeah
1: yeah yeah. and it's funny too because it's like uh, they're the
0: same girls that go to thailand for three days and are enlightened
1: yeah you you just know that that's what you're gonna talk about like that's what you're gonna end up talking about and yeah i i feel weird talking about talking to other international kids about international school experience Uh, especially if it's like Oh, I like I'm like oh yeah, I had a good time and I was like lucky enough to go to Korea for a basketball tournament. And yeah. they're like, "Oh, really?" Yeah. I went from France to Belgium for a basketball tournament. Yeah. And I was like, "That's fucking crazy, dude. That's definitely the same thing that we're talking about right now." That's really cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love that. Becky's definitely a Buddhist now because she didn't post on her OnlyFans for three days. You know, <laughs> she didn't have the internet connection in Thailand.
1: Actually, it's so crazy. I remember some kids in because uh, Nepal is like. Uh, pretty Buddhist. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, there's some Catholic people and blah blah blah. But it's right next to Tibet and nice. Nepal is the geological uh, uh, geographical. I know all
0: about that because I watched that Marvel thing, that Marvel movie about oh, what is it, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'm he was expert. actually.
1: <laughs> I, I was like, oh, hey, that's Tamal. Fuck <laughs> like, because uh, Nepal is the geographical birthplace of Buddha. Yeah, technically. Well, it wasn't Nepal back then. And then there's Tibet and everything like that. So people would be very into like, oh yeah, I'm going to go be a monk for three months or whatever. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go be a monk for three months because I was like, it's cool, you know? And then I grew up and I was like, dude, I would be the fucking worst monk of all time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not good at being a monk. I'm not even good at being a fucking music producer, honestly. So.
0: Yeah, same. I, I think I'd be bad at being a monk. I don't know. I'd have to change the rules a little bit. We got to allow, like, uh, okay, I can, uh, Pornhub is allowed on Tuesdays. and uh, You got to shave your head, too. <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't do the bun? Fuck. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like if I didn't have the, the long hair, I'd do. I'd shave my head it's one yeah. or the other because the you, long hair is yeah. super low maintenance you just like tie it back and you're oh, good really? right yeah Oh, fair enough yeah. people think it's like oh my god dude when i had like because i have like really like thin hair and yeah. like it goes it not thin as in like i have a lot yeah, of it just, but it's just, just like not, th- the yeah, texture yeah. yeah yeah. so if it's in the middle it's just like in my face i can't right. just like have it stand up right so if right. it's it's low maintenance you just tie it back you're good or just shave it right i want to get right. dreads
1: though oh my god yeah that's gonna play really well <laughs> to your comedian lifestyle i think yeah. so
0: i want to get yeah. i want to try it out not just french braids like like the, the that's that's too low uh i, I really want to go for it and get like full-on like dreads like sh- like sh- yeah. you know sean o'malley when he fights or like the pe- fighters with oh, long hair sure. they get them fucking like braided. oh up.
1: yeah yeah that's i want to i, I want to go for that yeah. see how it surprisingly looks. curly hair this like i always just cut my hair really short because I never knew how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And it's the biggest fucking pain in the ass to deal with curly hair. Like, like I used to have this whole routine. The only thing that works for me now is I take a shower, I put in conditioner, and then I leave it. I just don't wash it out. And it was accidental. And then Mm -hmm. you just do that and it just works yeah no one tells you this shit even reddit doesn't tell me this shit
0: people always ask me like what my hair care routine is and stuff like that like honestly like i don't have one i think it's just like i don't i don't even wash my hair that much i mm. wash it a couple times a week like when it gets really bad right. i live with a woman now so sometimes she's like hey your hair's getting a little yeah a little gross f- yeah, fucking, fucking um. greasy why don't you give it a wash i'm like okay that's yeah. my alarm you know what i mean yeah and I, th- I honestly think if you wash it too much that like there's something to like the natural no, it'll, oils. like
1: fuck you up yeah yeah, yeah no i don't usually shampoo anymore at all never really no maybe once every six months damn yeah i just, just the wa- water yeah because wetting is technically washing it yeah and then like i'll use conditioner and you know i'll make sure that it's not like fucking greasy or whatever I do the opposite but my I hair is naturally very dry it's very very dry oh, okay. and if i use shampoo yeah. it's uncontrollable oh, it's shit. like uh fucking just super frizzy yeah, yeah it's crazy
0: i do the opposite sometimes i use i use i use shampoo every time i wash my hair but sometimes i'll skip the conditioner because i'm lazy oh really yeah. yeah conditioner
1: dude it's it's fucked up i basically am adding oil to my hair just because i don't uh, have enough yeah
0: what does conditioner do it's supposed to make your hair like, hair like silkier
1: yeah so there's there's the there's the fucking it coats your hair in a substance like you know how towels get softer but they don't fucking wipe up any water yeah you know the super soft ones that don't do shit yeah they're co- covered in a you know hydrophobic fucking coating it's like the same with your hair mm. They just coat it in shit that makes it nicer but i just leave that in you no know, the entire time yeah
0: yeah that makes sense i think that i think that i should start doing that maybe skip the Skip the shampoo, start doing the conditioner. Dude,
1: it's great. I don't know. People are like, "Ew, that's gross." I'm like, no, your head, look, your scalp is like a fucking desert. Yeah, okay? yeah, that's
0: true. You don't want that uh, dandruff. So are you are yeah. you a cat or a dog person? Dude, I am
1: 100% a cat person. That's like, I've, I feel, I've feel had like dogs. Ha- cat
0: people get a lot of hate, but. I am also like I always wanted a dog, but I am a. Yeah. I think I'm a cat person. There are a
1: lot of cat people out there that you don't know because you don't walk them on the street. You know, that's true. And I grew up with dogs, and they're I love dogs. But like when I had to take care of two dogs in a fucking one bedroom apartment, it was like it was chaos. It was just too much. And then when I now that I have two cats, they're just super low maintenance. You got to earn the respect from them. You also, it's like a, it's like a give and take relationships, you know and uh you know they need their own time i need my own time yeah it's batman's
0: great. definitely a cat person if you'd
1: like think no, but about yeah, it batman is a fucking definitely definitely a cat yeah. person
0: because he's out there fighting crime at night he doesn't have time to walk a dog yeah no plus he is catwoman right that's his like main main thing <laughs> so it makes a lot of sense yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: he's out there going i'm batman
1: yeah fucking
0: there's a toronto batman he goes i'm batmans
1: Oh oh my god. Fucking yeah. hell. Have you seen the Toronto Spider-Man? Yeah. He's like man. in Kensington. He's right
0: by, yeah, he's isn't he? At you, like close to UFT? Oh, the maybe Raw. there's
1: maybe there's a few, but I'm there was sure one there. in Kensington that was like doing the fucking thing. Yeah. Someone took a photo of him. He's like, "Don't fucking take a photo of me without giving me money." Oh my god. He's like, "Delete that photo." I was like, yeah. "Okay. Fair enough."
0: We have a we have a Canadian Batman. It's Justin Trudeau.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Good old Trudeau.
0: Yeah, think about it. You know, he was a a politician, came to power because of his rich daddy, who's also a politician. And he likes to dress up in blackface and beat up on truckers. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, yeah.
0: Tell me I'm wrong. Find one doctor that'll tell me I'm wrong.
1: (laughs) Find one doctor? That's like they did the video where they're like, how many uh, dentists recommend Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find one
0: dentist that'll recommend against this statement. Yeah, yeah. They won't. Because it's 100% factual. Yeah. Who's your... Um, I feel like I wanted to ask you this earlier. Who is your... You talked about a few artists you enjoy. Who is your favorite yeah. artist overall? And I know it changes, but like top yeah. of your
1: head. Uh, like the one that inspired me the most to make music is Kei Yeah. The I one. saw him live when I saw oh, really? the weekend. Yeah, because he opened oh. for him. I still have never seen K. Trinata live. That's yeah. one of my goals. Yeah, Kei is an absolute icon, Canadian icon, electronic music Oh, is he producer. Canadian? Yeah, he's from Montreal. Nice. Of course he's from Montreal. Cool. It's so where... Montreal is like... Like Toronto has all the pop rap Mm -hmm, artists, mm -hmm. but Montreal has like all the understated, creative, really inspiring people. Would you want to move there? No, it's too fucking cold in the winter. (laughs) If it wasn't too cold in the winter, yeah, I would move there because everyone is just... Like people think they're rude. There, no, they're just more straightforward. And I guess like,
0: growing up in like Vietnam, you're more of a. Oh, you
1: know, Vietnam! I used to think they're super fucking rude, and people go there and they're like, they're the rudest people I've ever met.
0: I meant climate. I guess you're more of a warm weather guy. Oh no,
1: dude! Guy. I fucking hate this hot. Well, okay, no, I'm I'm a neutral guy. I, neutral. I would rather be. So in you must the heat. like
0: Toronto, because it's like it's it it's not you know it has all four seasons right? Like the summers yeah. aren't brutal and the winters aren't.
1: Yeah, I I just don't fucking like winter in general. Yeah, yeah I get I agree with that. big seasonal depression, especially all art, all artists, all creatives. It's just fucking shut down in the winter, and they yeah. just hibernate. And uh, that was me when I moved. Here. I would rather be in really hot, really fucking hot weather, yeah. and like too hot, than yeah. I would be like in too cold weather. Not because of the actual temperature, but because of the connotation of the fucking. You cannot go outside. There's no sun. Uh, you know, it's just like deathly out there in Vietnam. It's like deathly hot out there, but you, you, you get a fucking iced tea, you sit in some AC, you go for a walk. It's sunny. And you're just like, yeah, you sweat like fucking crazy. And yes, you're uncomfortable, but it's like by the end of the day, when you get back home, you're just relaxed. It feels yeah. like you're just relaxed. But here at the end of the day, I feel like foggy and I'm like, I'm going to fucking die and it's just like horrible you know it's
0: actually interesting you said during the winter like i guess in your case you guys have like festivals and stuff to dj at right but like in the winter for comedy it's the opposite the winter is more more of a comedy boom because people like in the summer when the weather is nice outside you don't want to go to a dark basement and listen to people like tell tell you about their point, actually yeah
1: yeah that's a good point yeah in winter uh I fucking end up just shutting down. Yeah. I didn't end up sh- in like a Seasonal more introspective man.
0: It's sad. The days, like it's like it, literally it's five o'clock and it's already, it looks like midnight. Dude, outside. I, I
1: fucking, know. I have a, s- a sunset tracker. Yeah that tells me like when the fucking sun sets that's over the worse than instagram, and i look man, at it yeah no, it literally i look at it and i see it going down every day i know when the fucking summer solstice and the winter solstice is yeah, I do and so then much. i like put it on that in my calendar and i'm like yeah. oh the days are gonna get brighter from here yeah uh, and yeah hopefully this winter won't be as bad um i don't I'd know rather, why
0: i'd rather somebody tell me i'm a fucking gay retard on instagram than to look at my phone and say, it, it's sunsets uh, it's at 5 o'clock, o'clock. today. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: my God. Remember going to class? Like, we'd go to lecture, and it would be like, it starts at 3 and ends at 6. And you go, and it's sunny, and you leave, and it's dark? Yes. I fucking hated that. That was no. the worst. That was actually the worst.
0: It's horrible. It's horrible. And, like, uh yeah, like, the weather... Like I said, I love I love the spring and I love the fall. I love the. Fall. I'm actually really excited now. You know, yeah. the leaves are gonna change. Yeah, it's yeah. like nice outside. I like the cool, the perfect temperature for me. I don't know about you, but is like uh, I want to say twenty is too hot. Like
1: yeah, like 18. high teens. Yeah, yeah, high teens. You know, like sixteen and sunny, warm yeah. enough
0: to like take a dip in the pool and to like get outside yeah. and like just chill. Exactly,
1: like a cool breeze. Yeah, yeah. No, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah, for about a fucking day a year. Yeah, that's about it
0: in the fall usually or the spring yeah that's true yeah Yeah. we recently in toronto we had what was like the hottest like month ever recorded july oh really i don't know if it was in toronto or it might have been even the world i have a hard time somebody told me the world i don't believe that because there's places like dubai
1: where it's insanely hot yeah their
0: summer you step outside and you melt
1: yeah yeah that was like vietnam summer it was just so fucking hot like honestly the best weather is whatever i am not in right now usually yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like Grass whatever is i am on the other in, side yeah and uh, i honestly i talk more about the fucking weather than i do about music to people i'm gonna go over to my music friend's house and make music and we're gonna talk about how shit it is that winter's coming up for yeah. f- three hours honestly I
0: see that's a toronto thing it makes you pessimistic you're just here like the transport sucks yeah. the weather sucks the roads have cracks on yeah. them i can't fucking buy a coffee I, for yeah. under four dollars fuck me
1: i like it though because in winter so, in winter, you shut down, but you know everyone else is shutting down, too. Yeah. You know, everyone's just moving a little bit slower. Not They're me, still man. It's all about that grind. <laughs> like, never fucking, stop. Never never uh, give up. Yeah. Never stop. Uh, but, like, I've had friends that lived in L.A. for a while, and I'm like, ooh, L.A.'s weather is really nice. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, but then you just never feel like you can take a break. Like, yeah, someone else also- is always out there doing better and all that shit. I feel uh, like
0: LA's like is like with the the homeless situation now there is, is like oh, really? out of control. You uh, go to Whole no Foods idea. and it's like a fucking it's like a like a crackhead, you know, party. Mm. So you can't go to a Starbucks yeah. bathroom without being attacked.
1: It's funny cuz in Vietnam they brag about how they don't have homeless people. Yeah, because they kill them. No. It's like they actually do have very good infrastructure for like older people. Usually uh, what I've seen is that uh, the grandparents will raise the grandchildren and the parents will go to work mm-hmm. and then when the parents become grandparents they raise their grandchildren and then the parents go to work right yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like and they usually all like when your grandparents get old you live with them right yeah. like it's all like a support structure like that but then there is also slums under a bridge yeah and it's fucking horrendous conditions yeah. and they just make it illegal for you to be homeless yeah and they just send you over there you know? yeah well so yeah, it's like, yeah it's
0: like institutionalization right like it's, there's an argument for and against it and yeah you know we're we're trying to figure it out as a society but i don't think we're doing a great job
1: yeah there's a i've given up on dude i've got my own fucking problems right now yeah, like i'll I know, fucking right? i'll fucking i'll be concerned about society and i'll do my part but at the same time like if i spend too much time thinking about it i'll just get like completely locked up
0: sometimes i feel like the homeless people in toronto make more money than me and i'm like bro like they take paypal now fucking oh do they yeah apparently i can't even lie about not having change i feel
1: so bad when they're like they're like hey do you have any change i'm like sorry i don't carry change and they're like it's okay bro apple pay me yeah no if they had a tap i'd tap i'd just give them like you know a dollar here and there yeah the worst oh okay not the worst is when so there's homeless people that are very active and they'll like open doors for you and they're everything. they're very like active that. on
0: instagram too <laughs> like yo are you sure you're homeless
1: yeah. they'll like open doors for you and everything and then they open the door for you and then you they're like do you have any change i'm like dude i don't have change and they're like you fuck i just fucking open the door for you yeah. the ones that get me are the ones that are just chilling doing their own thing they're like reading a newspaper in the corner and they just seem like really just like they're just trying to get through it. Yeah. And I'm literally like, oh fuck, man. I wish I had changed to give yeah. Maybe it's reverse psychology. Maybe I he would, knows I'm looking at him.
0: I would like buy them food. Like if they're like, if you want some ice cream, they, they, they that's
1: the thing, man. They they're so, so picky. Like a big flurry. Yeah
0: yeah i gave him like an oreo mcflurry he's like bro i wanted cookie dough i'm like well yeah, fuck you f- then
1: yeah yeah i'm, I'm telling you they too. have
0: instagram too like i apple really? paid that guy and there's like "Yo, follow me on instagram i'm like you sure you're homeless buddy yeah like, what is this
1: dude if i was homeless and i saw someone going around with apple pay and instagram mm. there's like what is there now like a homeless fucking support group where you need yeah. to like work on social media
0: and then he messages you like yo that ice cream you bought me was garbage oh my god you post a picture of your like breakfast in your living room and he replies must be nice like i don't need that shit yeah
1: i feel so bad because i'm in a state of like rich poor yeah where i live in a really nice area but i at the end of the month i'm not like fucking i don't have savings you know what i mean yeah i just get through it right and i'll eat out and i'll budget and i'll make sure everything's all good so it looks on the outside like i'm like oh he gets to eat out in nice restaurants and everything like that and he gets to buy video games and then mm-hmm. it's also at the end of the month i'm also just eating eggs or whatever yeah. the fuck, right like just eggs and rice which is fine but um i've yeah. been
0: trying I've, I've been uh i've been coerced into budgeting but i'm not a fan of the budget oh
1: dude i fucking love budgeting because you can like I set up my own spreadsheet. Yeah. I do it more for not the actual budgeting, but for the fucking uh the control. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like being able to log in every single one of the dollars you've spent, what you're expected to come in, do all the formulas to make sure that you can get your daily spun- spending on track while still being able to pay off your debt and everything like that, saving up for different things. It just makes me feel like I'm like one that's one other thing I don't need to worry about i can focus on uh, mo- you're like literally making gear. my
0: girlfriend horny right now she's just like fucking she's been trying to convince me to budget and like do a spreadsheet yeah. for months now dude and I'm don't like, use yeah, the yeah, fucking we'll apps
1: the apps never because it's never what yeah, yeah, you just want excel. yeah just excel and do your google, own thing. google sheets you yeah, know it's great
0: yeah so i like i i think it's more, more of an adhd thing for me i can't just like sit down and do it that's why i'm so impressed with myself getting this yeah. far as far as I did in academia, because I cannot, for my, for the life of me, sit down and just do and just thing. study, bro. You, oh, by the way, I still owe you those MCAT books. I still have no, your yeah. fucking well, MCAT dude, books. Dude, the value <laughs> is
1: now like fucking five bucks or whatever. I bought them for like six hundred dollars. So or... I took
0: the MCAT. Right? Oh, nice. I, I used them. I studied for a whole summer. Yeah, yeah. I did an eight-hour test and I got yeah. through it. I'm fucking. That's that. This discipline, like over yeah, the yeah. ADHD. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how I did it.
1: Dude, yeah, it's. it's and I did tough. it. I did
0: it in your like literally the the MCAT center is like next yeah. door to where you live. Oh, I don't really? know if you realize that.
1: Oh no. No, i didn't no so, like
0: every day when you go like i think I it's, in, it's it's in the same building you're in
1: oh what the fuck yeah that's oh, starbucks that's during my break oh I went yeah to that like right next to that yeah. yeah yeah. no yeah i'm i'm the same dude i have a fucking rubik's cube in my bag right now i'm just yeah. sitting there like da, 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 da. yeah i spend more time like doing the rubik's cube and fucking uh i've been really into playing chess now i don't know how to play oh c- i love chess yeah i'm like fucking dog shit at it but Me i'm trying too. to figure it out and like doing my budgeting and then at the end of the day i'm like hey i didn't make any music i'm like well whatever i'll just get yeah. my rubik's cube and fucking yeah. solve it
0: do you do you meditate at all do you do that
1: uh i used to but i it's hard man i it just is hard. yeah mindfulness is difficult my family obviously growing in, up in nepal like people are very mindful and it's like a culture where yeah and thailand is like 99 percent buddhist as well nice um no i'm not good at meditating i try and do other things that are meditative yeah like, like journaling and rubik's stuff. cube journaling reading and just yeah. trying to get my mind off of shit yeah drinking alone yeah in, in drinking the dark. Alone yeah, in yeah the dark. i'm playing fucking baldur's gate three does yeah. that
0: count as mindfulness i feel like it does
1: i don't know my mind fucking gets away from the anxiety so yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it works for me dude. there we go There's yeah and then a- i wake up with more anxiety yeah
0: <laughs> tell that to your doctor be like i've been doing a lot of mindfulness practice like why is your blood pressure fucking through the roof dude it's so
1: funny oh my god i recently was uh diagnosed with depression but like low level depression yeah. i just thought it was being a student like yeah, i just yeah. thought it was like oh you're meant to be tired all day and low motivation and like bad thoughts because it's like you're in a <laughs> it's life bro so i started taking this medication and it's helped a lot but it also makes my fucking blood pressure go up oh yeah yeah and so i got blood pressure test taken and my girlfriend's like oh my god you're gonna fucking die at 29 yeah. like a heart attack and i'm like no i'm fine and then i go and crack a beer open. and she's looking up and she's looking at me yeah. like dude what the fuck
0: i have the exact i have not the exact same thing but for some reason like i'm i'm a healthy guy de, gen like decently healthy i work out consistently just my blood pressure is high for some reason oh, and really? i tried to i think it's uh it's um there's a there's a name for it when you're like when you go to the doctor's office your blood pressure is really high oh really because like at home it's fine oh, for some reason nervous. every time i go yeah because and i think because once i had got like a little bit of a high measurement and now i'm trying it's i like it's like a test like oh fuck will yeah. it be high today yeah, yeah yeah but when i'm like the way i measure it there's actually a proper way to do it you got to sit down still for five minutes which mm-hmm. is a task for me but yeah I yeah it. yeah I take, like, f- for five minutes, I just breathe, I relax, I try to clear my mind, and then I take a measurement, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, um, they hooked up, like, that app. I had to do, like, that, like, automatic one that yeah. they, they track you for, like, 48 hours, and yeah, it was yeah. fine. But for some reason, I have, like, whenever I go to the doctor's office and they measure it, it's fucking high. Oh, really? It's, it's literally, oh, it's, like, fucking w- weird. Yeah, it's, like, 190 over, like, 80. Holy
1: shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no. Can't but then when I chill, it. it's, yeah. like, it's whatever, like, 115 Jesus over Christ. 70. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I fucking dude, I feel like I'm starting to feel my 40s in my fucking back.
0: Dude, I have that too. I'm yeah. only 24. You're 25 or yeah. not like I went for a run yesterday, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like my, I feel my left knee, my ankle. Dude, hurts. yeah,
1: I know. It's like everything that I all the stupid shit I did when I was in my teens are catching up to me now. I know. And I tell this to my coworkers to who are like, "Stretch and meditate." What is that? Yeah, shit? <laughs> like I tell this to my coworkers who are like 35, and they're like, "Okay, shut the fuck up, dude." Yeah. <laughs> they're like, "Just wait." I'm like, "Okay, fine."
0: Sure, I'll yeah. wait until it's even worse. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, I don't know. Stretching, meditating. That's it's. You know, you might think it's like. Yeah, if you told me this when I was in first year of university, I'd be like, shut up, man. That's fucking Yeah, in first
1: year, I didn't really care, man. I just was, like, studying and drinking and that, yeah, that's about it. Living life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but now we have to take care of our bodies
1: if we don't want to die
0: a crippled, sad, old fucking yeah, 30 know, year old man.
1: i'm just glad that like i didn't grow up in like the fucking 60s where they thought like smoking was good, good for you, for you? And, like, yeah when doctors would do a little crack in the morning for your fucking energy you know
0: yeah i've been really into like world war Two documentaries just like oh dude me too yeah oh, fucking God. hell man so The blitzkrieg you- with yeah. the fucking meth yes yeah
1: dude you know that right yeah so
0: what they did was they would have soldiers and it would be just horribly exhausting conditions right you yeah. need these people to be essentially machines and instead of coffee they gave them meth yeah everybody like candy they were giving it out to everybody and that would make a really good soldier because it was it would make you very like highly motivated yeah. uh, idealistic right yeah, so like yeah. it makes you kind of like you know I don't, i've never done meth myself but i would imagine you're kind of like fucking like whatever you're doing like yeah we're doing this right yeah, now we're yeah, going yeah. to war and you'd yeah. be like energetic focus and just literally be like a perfect soldier it's the yeah. perfect
1: drug dude it's crazy uh there's this uh decongestant called pseudoephedrine, mm. and it's like an analog I've heard of, of it all, yeah. all the, and a lot of people think that just because it's like it kind of looks like meth it's the same you know how yeah. you know, chemical structures yeah, 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 yeah. very wildly yeah. um but yeah so pseudoephedrine is a stimulant and that's how it clears your sinuses and mm. i had some sinus issues in thailand and i popped pseudofed and, dude, I started freaking out, like, because I didn't realize it was a stimulant. Mm. started just having, like, an anxiety attack on the yeah. train. And I was like, oh, my God, I have anxiety now. Yeah. And I realized it was the pseudoephedrine, Okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, no, it's fine. Yeah, that, that shit was freaky as hell, dude.
0: Do you smoke weed at all?
1: No, I can't smoke weed, dude. Does it
0: give you, like, paranoia?
1: No, I just get bored and I want to go home. Like I smoke uh, at my friend's house and I'm like why the fuck am I here, dude? Yeah. I smoke at my house, I'm like why the fuck am I like here right now and just go go to bed. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah, yeah, that's fair. I like I I'm not a big fan of it either cuz it it gives me big for me it's paranoia, right? Cuz I'm like I'm overthinking stuff as oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. as those, th- I'm I'm very bad at being able to let go. Apparently, people that right. are able to just let go to the experience yeah, yeah, are yeah. able to enjoy it way more. I can't do. This yeah, just shit. thinking way too much about it. Yeah. yeah, I start thinking about like my life, and then you know that stupid thing I said as a, in fifth grade, like yeah know, yeah just yeah, like yeah. just random no shit. i'm the same
1: yeah it speeds up my thoughts yeah for whatever reason
0: it slows me down and the fact that it slows me down i'm like i can't i can't think on the level yeah, that i want to yeah, think that's i a good need point. to like i'm not here it's yeah. this is not me that's why i
1: like drinking i yeah, just like it just <laughs> I'm just, it numbs you yeah, yeah yeah it's great
0: you should listen to the, the andrew huberman podcast about drinking it'll oh, make really? you never want to do it again. oh
1: dude I'm, I'm trying to cut so. my drink it's so fucking I have like stupid behavior with my friend Robotaki. What we do is yeah. we used to just drink and make music a lot. Yeah. But then we realized that we were just drinking too much. Yeah. Right. So what we would do is and I would go to his house like twice a week. Yeah. So we we're just like pounding vodka seltzers, right? Yeah. Just like fucking by the end of the night we're blasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. So what we would what we do now, we go to the the store, we buy like only a few cans, maybe like two each we pour a quarter of the seltzer and then a fucking three quarters of water. Uh And so it's like a 0.5% vodka drink. and you sip it and it still has that little like taste. Tinge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But that's all you need. You just need like, it's a fucking fixation of just sipping something like that. And I don't even notice the difference. And at the end of the night, I'm like, fine. Yeah, and was, yeah. you just need like a little bit then we started doing this and we got it down to like a fucking science now yeah and then our friend from america came over and we started doing it and he's like what the fuck is wrong with you guys yeah. like you have issues like yeah. what the fuck and we're like oh you're just fucking mad dude yeah. and then we started doing it with him and now he's going back to america and doing that himself
0: yeah, yeah just start pounding bud lights what are you doing
1: bud? oh my god dude
0: okay yeah that's Sick. been uh yeah it's been like an hour over an hour now Went perfect dude yeah, Time yeah flies great. when you're having fun thanks yeah. for coming on do you want to oh, plug anything any projects coming up
1: uh you can catch me on all socials uh memblem m-e-m-b-l-e-m and uh yeah i'm making music a lot and uh i work for beat connect it's a nice, nice company that's okay? cool yeah all right Not great much.
0: talking to you thanks everyone for listening Hell yeah Helps out if you uh, if you subscribe on Spotify or wherever you're listening, leave me All a right. review. Let's go. Ideally, five stars. And uh, if you want to give me two stars, whatever. Dude, put a
1: fucking one-star review on this podcast right yeah, now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it still helps the analytics. Honestly, do it. I dare you to do it. If you do it, you're cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Catch you oh, next yeah. time. Peace. Peace.